Hello everyone and welcome to the show. Tonight we're going to be discussing a story I found online. Now, uh, this is, uh, only this can happen, well, I guess it can happen almost anywhere, but mainly a story like this comes out of the state of Florida, and that's where it came out of, from the state of Florida. Uh, this town in Brooksville, they were selling a property, this this one man was interested about buying a garage and something else on this property. Well, basically what they did was when they sold this property to this gentleman, they also sold him a, uh, the water tower, the town's water tower by accident. Story goes, sometimes we make a mistake. Florida town accidentally sells water tower for $55,000 goes on to say a small Florida town's error resulted in one man temporarily receiving a free gift with his purchase, the town's water tower. Now just imagine if that would have stuck. If that would have stuck, imagine what, uh, how much he could be charging for water, for people to have water. He, he, he would be an instant millionaire. Story goes on to say Brooksville City Council made the mistake when businessman Bobby Reed approached them in April about buying a small business and garage under, under the tower. This has come from the Tampa Bay Times uh, reported. After the $55,000 purchase, Reed got the parcel he wanted for a personal training studio. And uh, he also got the city's water tower by accident. It wasn't until Reed went to the county property appraiser's office to get the address for his new business when he learned that uh, when he learned of the city's blunder. I immediately went through the necessary steps to deed the water tower back to the city of Brooksville, Reed said in an email to NPR. Now I wonder how that would work. Like say, like um, you know, like this guy, uh, if it would have stuck you know, about this. Now just imagine, uh, you know, he would have to supply water to everybody in that county. And the problem is, is he would have to have money. I guess he would have to have money to supply it, I guess, to everybody, to everybody's household there, especially like the fire department, the city and everything else. Uh, story goes on to say the tower was accidentally sold to Reed because of legal descriptions where the building he wanted to buy was never split off from parent property where the water tower is based. The Brooksville city manager told NPR, I don't know where the blame falls here. Brooksville uh, city council member Blake Bell told the Tampa Bay Times or council members and we rely on the city manager. We assume that he has done his due diligence. Well, it's going to fall on the city manager then. I would believe it would fall on the city manager. Somebody messed up somewhere. Somebody didn't do their paperwork. And, you know, think about this. And this ain't the only um, thing this has probably happened to. This probably happened to other people in other cities, too, besides this one. That somebody does not do their job correctly. This is what it falls to. Somebody did not do their job correctly what's supposed to have been done. It goes on to say Reed did transfer the warranty deed back to the city on May the 14th after owning the tower for more than a week. 
He told NPR he never got the keys or or had access to the property. There was a $10 fee to give it uh, back. <laughs> he had to pay $10, a $10 fee just to give the uh, the <clears throat> the water tower back to them. Uh, we're human, uh, they said. Sometimes we make a mistake. And that goes on to this story. Well, you know what? I look at it this way is that uh, somebody messed up somewhere. They sold this to this guy. Somebody messed up somewhere, and uh, somebody's going to be held accountable for this. I don't think that guy should have paid $10, $10 to, uh, you know, give it back to the city. That doesn't make any sense. So they're going to charge him $10 just to give the property, just to give the, uh, the water tower back. But I want to know is this. Now, if he owns uh, basically the two things on that on that uh, property, the two things he bought to build. Now, that land is technically his. So you would think that the water tower would be automatically be his. Or they're going to have to figure out some way to remove it, the water tower, off his land. Or they're going to have to pay him royalty fees. That would be the That would be the same principle as... Say AT&T or T-Mobile or whatever the case may be wanted to build a tower. They they had to expand their tower. So they're going to pay a property owner money to put one of their towers on somebody's property. So, you know, they have to go and maintain it and everything on somebody's property. They're going to pay him for the lease of that land so they can be able to do this. Now, you would think that would be the same principle is with this guy that has that property and uh you know and that water tower's there you think the city would have to pay him and plus the city would have to maintain it because technically that's his land he done bought the land so you would think pretty much the city would have to pay him to you know to pay him to have this to have that water tower there and I, I don't know. I I really don't know anything about this buying land and all this other nonsense, what they do. Um, there's another story. This guy, uh, he's in this, I guess, this fantasy league that the NFL has or, you know, this made-up league that they do. Anyways, it goes, he lost his fantasy league 15 hours at, at Waffle House. And nine waffles later, his punishment was complete. And this happened in uh, Brandon, Mississippi. He never imagined he'd end up in the last place in his fantasy football league when suggesting his punishment for losing. But this guy's name was Lee Sanderlin. He was sitting in the Orange Waffle House booth in Brandon, uh, Mississippi, counting the hours and the number of waffles laden with butter and syrup he had eaten as thousands of people kept kept him uh, company on uh, Twitter. No part of me believed that I was going to come in last, Sanderlin 25. He, told, uh, he said Friday morning, Sanderlin is a reporter for the Clarion Ledger, part of the USA Today network. Sanderlin's uh, self-inflicted sentence for having the worst team Spending 24 hours in a Waffle House with a, with a caveat, 
he could shove or he could shave off an hour with every waffle he ate. The investigative reporter arrived at the Waffle House at 4.07 p.m. on Thursday, armed for the long day and night ahead with books, magazines, and podcasts. He started out strong, ordering and eating two waffles right off the bat. Goes on to say that means two hours down, 21.37 hours left roughly. He goes, already made my stomach is rumbling. Going to be a long one. The staff does not believe me that I'll be here that long. Little do they know, he tweeted. 5.39, he finished off more of the butter and syrup covered plate-sized fluffy pancakes with dimps. Four waffles down, been here for one and a half hours. So that means I have 18 and a half to go. I am already in immersed discomfort. Please somebody uh, launch me into the sun, he tweeted. At 11 p.m., Sanderlin was deep into uh, his waffle struggle, six uh, under his uh, loosened belt. Fellow diners offered Gatorade, Tums, and Pepto-Bismol, and they snapped a photo with him as thousands of Twitter followers hit the like button, retweeted his quips, and posted encouraging comments. Hello, it is hour number seven, where we stand six waffles consumed, 11 hours remain. Insides are in shambles, but two kind Mississippians came in and gave me some uh, Rule-Aids. Shout out those people. Your boy is in pain, Sanderlin uh, tweeted. Sanderlin tweeted. Finally, the sun rose and never waffling. Sanderlin had consumed an impressive nine waffles in 15 hours and was at home recovering. That's it? Only nine waffles in 15 hours? I'm sure there's a lot of people can eat more than that in 15 hours. He offered sad uh, advice. I re- recommend absolutely no one do this, he said. Ready to never eat another waffle again. I'm sure you're not. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that could probably, probably if uh, Andre the Giant was still alive, he probably could go in there and swallow down 40 or 50 of them. Another wrestler, Mark Henry, can probably go in there and scuffle down a lot of those uh, waffles. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can eat way more than what you ate in 15 hours. Nine, I guess it says nine uh, waffles in 15 hours. There's probably a lot more people that can eat a lot more than that in 15 hours. But uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to my podcast tonight. And everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.